0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Well, let's start with showbiz. Um, this Friday, funny Friday, the day after tomorrow, we are in Clayton White's Hotel in Wexford Town, part of the Wexford Opera Festival. Everyone's welcome. Doors open 12 o'clock, loads of giveaways. Uh, for various events, concerts, uh, weekends, etc. All the Funny Friday crew will be there. It should be good fun. 12 o'clock, uh, doors open. Clayton White's Hotel in the centre of Wexford Town uh, the day after tomorrow. 48 minutes. Okay. Uh, Showbiz, also the Banshee uh, of Inishirn, is just so far has taken a million euro in Ireland. Um, and in the UK, it's taken nearly two million sterling. And it only opened last Friday. Now, you know about the movie because it's been on and Colin and... Brandon uh, have been working extraordinarily hard, working the Irish scene, the UK scene, Graham Norton, Late Late Show, Jimmy Fallon, Saturday Night Live across the States. They've worked non-stop and the two of them have worked brilliantly together. Um, if you've seen uh, The Banshee of Inish Sheeran, you can tell us about it, um, but you cannot tell us the ending, obviously. There will be uh, no spoilers in this programme. Um even even alluded to, alluded to. Now, I said to, when I was speaking to the great Ronan Collins at 20 to 1, I said we're looking for uh, nominees for the uh, Oscars next year. They're on March the 12th. The nominations uh, will be announced on January 24th for the 95th, 95th? Uh, that's how old movie business is in the States. 95th uh, Oscars uh, will be um, announced. Uh, the nomination will be announced on January 24th. And I ask you, who do you, have you seen the movie? What did you think of it? So Alan Lennon. Alan, good afternoon. Hello, Alan. Good start. No, Alan. Jenny McKeever, did you see it? I did indeed. I did. Uh, when, I seen it last Friday. Like, oh, so you went on day one. I did. I had to. And were, you, and were you dying to see Banshee? Yeah, I'm a massive Brendan Leeson fan. I really Brilliant, love Brendan yeah. Leeson. And um, yeah, I had um, been psyched up to go and see this. I'd heard in the summertime about it and it, the release. So um, the first day it was released, I had to be there and okay. I went along with my partner. So okay. yeah, that was it. And was your partner a willing, a willing accomplice? Oh, he was. Oh, very he good. Was, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. what do you think? Um, oh, here we the, go. Oh, mama. Well, I, was, oh, I came out very disappointed, very disappointed in it. Um, don't get me wrong, the okay. acting was great. Yeah. Um, what you would expect from the, the calibre of actors who were in it. Yeah. Um, the scenes were great. Um, the islands the looked incredible, great. yeah. Yeah. Um, just what I found highly disappointing was the storyline. For, for storylines that, you know, for, for a film that could have had such great potential for a great potential storyline... Okay. Just very, very disappointing. So you very think the disappointing. Storyline was weak. Okay. So your Oscar nominations for Banshee of Inisherin would be for who or for what, if any? Well, I suppose I'm a bit biased. I just I'm a massive fan of Brenton Leeson, yeah. and I would often, you know, I would nominate Brenton Leeson for everything. <laughs> He's just fantastic. If there's yeah, anybody you, in this, if there's anybody in this world I'd love to meet, okay. it would be Brenton Leeson. If there's anyone I would love to does sit your, and have a pint with, it would be Brenton Leeson. And does, so, your, yeah. does your willing accomplice know this? Oh, he does. Oh, okay, he does. okay. Well, I have someone on the line who's had a point with Brendan Gleeson. Her name is Madeline Condell. Madeline, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? What have you got to do with the Banshee? Um, well, I was cast as an extra in the ah. movie, so I was. And go on, upset Jenny. Tell me who you yeah. who were you sitting beside? Well, I was lucky enough to get picked to sit beside Brendan Gleeson <laughs> in the church scene, so I was. Ah, Jenny. Um, and jealous. All I can say is he was, he was fabulous. <laughs> he was so nice, so kind and so friendly as well. They all were. OK, give us the background. How did you get the, the part? Uh, you, you have a part in the movie, Matt, and you're coming to L.A. with us. Um, <laughs> how did you get a part in the movie? Well, there was an open casting call for extras in the, loca- in the, loca- in the locality um, okay. a couple of months beforehand. Which, so is, which I, is where? Help us here. Which is where? Uh, so I live in Morani, okay. which is um, about nine miles away from Ackill Island, which was the main location for the movie. Yeah. Um, so there was the fires up on the in the shops, you know, contact. Okay, um, simple as that. Yeah. So send in your your headshots, basically. Ah. So I just sent them into the email. Got a call a couple of months later to see if I was available, and yeah. um, then I just had to go down for 
you know, uh, wardrobe and hair and makeup right. tests wow. beforehand. And then um, we were given the dates that we were needed on the location. Yeah. So... So, oh, you, so, so when you got the call, you didn't say, "Hang on, I have to call my agent or anything." You I had didn't to, have to no, check okay. my diary okay. anyways for those. So you had to go down. Reasons. You had to go down to where before Ackle beforehand, is it? Yes, exactly. They so, had a big setup there, had they? Exactly. Yes, they did. They had all of the um, wardrobe areas wow. set up in the Kalosha Akla in Zuiga. So okay. all the extras had to attend there to get their fittings for all the clothing that they were wearing during the scenes. And then the morning of the shoots, then um, depending on which location you were at, there was mm-hmm. marquees set up in different areas on the island itself. Wow! Um, so it was an early an early start the morning that we were all required for the set. So five a.m. start. Um, there was over a hundred extras used in most of the scenes. Yeah. Um, wow. So hair, makeup, and wardrobe all had to be done meticulously and checked and rechecked and double checked again out on the site before you were even let onto the onto the site. That's incredible. So there was a lot to it. Yeah, it was very interesting to see um, how it all works behind the scenes and, mm-hmm. you know, how meticulous they all are, especially, you know, the attention to detail um, with Martin McDonough as a director, you know, re- with resetting the scenes. Um, they were yeah. done over and over and over again until they got wow. exactly what they wanted. And did you, did Martin McDonough give you instructions, give the, the extras instructions? Um, not really. I mean, no. we were just told there was, you know, there was other um, assistant directors there that were in charge of all of the extras. And they kind of told everyone, right, well, you stand here and yeah. when we say action, you walk to this area up here and just pretend or just, you know, walk with another companion and you're having a chat or a yeah, conversation. Okay. Don't look at the um, camera. Don't, don't look, look at, the, at cam- the camera. Exactly. Yeah, don't be waving, you know. Yeah, to your granny. Yeah, like my granny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, yeah, just to kind of look natural. So, long, uh, on the day that you were, I, I say, at what time does the sun come up? And it was a beautiful summer as well. He was blessed. It was Absolutely lovely. blessed yeah, they really with were the weather. Blessed yeah. with the weather. It was beautiful. The place is going to be over. Ackle's going to be overrun. The Aran Islands are going to be overrun. They looked absolutely stunningly incredible. Anyway, you're there. You're, you're there from five, five o'clock. The sun comes up over Ackle, um, yep. and then what, what? What? You were in the church. You were in the pub. Where were you? I was used in the village scene, so which was down in Perchine Harbour. Okay. And that was the first couple of days of filming that I was used in. So, um, as I said, you know, there was a lot of, you know, walk here, stand there, chat there, um, don't look at Colin Farrell, don't look at, you know, Kerry Condon. Um, you know, it was just kind of act very natural and just basically do what they told you to do. So they reset the scenes quite often. So you'd, you'd do it and then you'd... Mm-hmm they'd cut and then you'd go back to where you started as well. So um, I was used in the village scene and then also in the church scene in Dugart. Now, in the, que- Thomas's church. the question, Madeline, did you go and see the movie? Have you seen the finished product? Yes, I certainly have. I've seen it twice. Oh, and what do um, you, you think? Are you, by the way, are you in it? Yes, I am oh, in it, yes. Thank God. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be in it, yeah. <laughs> You're in it. Okay, <laughs> in and, what, and what did you think of your own performance? Oh, well, I thought it was great, you know. <laughs> it's very surreal to see yourself up on the cinema screen, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, something that I'm sure I'll never, ever have the opportunity to do again. But it's just incredible, and I was so happy with it. And just brought a great um, atmosphere, a great buzz to the whole locality, yeah. you know, during during the filming and um, and everything. And who do you... I don't know, are you allowed me? They're all working, and... Yes. Working on a movie like that, you are working. I, I, I don't know how actors work, but the level yes. of concentration to get into character must be astonishing from Colin Farrell, Brendan, Barry Cogan, Jenny, the, the, the Pat Short, John Kenny, Gary Lydon was especially, uh, Breedney Nocton was stunning. All the, the, but just, uh, they are working and they are, they have to work for Martin McDonough. Um, so what was the atmosphere like? Yeah, I mean, it was very sort of relaxed. Okay. There was no, um, you know, there was no mad panic or there was no, you know, stress or anything like that. You know, the scenes were all shot. And as I said, they were all reset in if no, there was something wrong or, you know, it, it did take a, um, time. And it was, you know, very interesting to see how many times those scenes were reset. Yeah. to the actual end product on the screen. So and what was and, and did you know why? Do, well, they're being reset because it's a one camera shoot. But was it was it reset at any stage because there was a fire engine going by or no, a plane all, no. flew all overhead? The were, all the scenes were closed off. Um, there was no traffic or anything like yeah. that. Now, 
I think actually one of the, you know, one morning at St. Thomas's there was an aircraft flying over, but yeah. they just had to wait. There's nothing they can do. There was no, <laughs> you know, um, A380s or whatever flying yeah. over in 1923. So course, yeah, they yeah. just had to wait and get on with it. But um, no, there was no stress, okay. no drama like that. It was very straightforward and they they were very calm and you know, you've seen the actors talking amongst themselves yeah, and they talked to all the extras as well that said hello okay. to them and they were all very friendly and very nice and very kind and I managed to get an autograph off them all as well on mm. my um in my uh scene that I was in with them. I was lucky enough to um And that was a, that was a, you weren't warned beforehand, don't no, I mean, we weren't allowed to use photography or Yeah, of course, well, that's like understandable, that. so, yeah. Um, because we were all in costume, really, yeah. there was nowhere and to the costumes, anything like that. And the costumes were brilliant. They, they were, were absolutely phenomenal. They were so phenomenal. beautiful. And such attention to detail that was given yeah. to them, you know, by all of the um, the men and women in the wardrobe department, you know, like, they really did um, showcase the, the fashion of the time phenomenally. It was really well done. And they were constantly coming back to you after they'd reset the scene, fixing your shawl or Pretty, pulling yeah. up the skirt because obviously you had to wear yeah. three or four skirts nearly because that was the style at the time. And, you know, they might slip or they might be a bit longer than what they should, but they were all on they were all on the ball, like they'd come straight over to you and pull it up and tidy you up a little bit. So it was it was great. So it was so good to be on. Such an amazing experience. And them them wearing the knitwear. I'll I'll get the names of the the, the people in charge of costume because they deserve well that, I think there is an Oscar isn't there isn't an Oscar for best costume there as well be, there yeah, is there yeah the iron um, sweater and um, Emer was the, the head lady I'm not sure of her oh yeah Emer well, thank you here we are thank you so much it's Emer Niemail Downick yes. Emer well yes. done Emer the film's costume designer she's done The Wind of Shakes to Barley Brideshead Revisited and the Apple TV series Foundation Women still made homespun cloth, this in 1923, and what we call now the iron sweater was a staple. But there's a heightened realism, this I'm quoting, and a heightened realism to the film and the story. So I didn't want to be a slave to the clothing of the place. All the silhouettes and forms are true, but some of the colour is heightened. That's true, mm-hmm. isn't it? It really even, is. Even the, we, we are, and, and by the way, these are no, but these are all visuals. You, you, you'll see them and enjoy, if you enjoy the movie, you'll enjoy them. Uh, we honour the red skirts and the shawls by the women. Some of them still wear them on Inishman. I go there for a fortnight every year and you still call, they're called the shawlies and they, they wear these beautifully uh, multicoloured shawls to mass every Sunday morning in the centre of the island. And she brought more individualism, Emer says, to the men's clothing uh, which at the time very could have felt uh, very more uniform. In other words, they they were different. Okay, Madeline, having having seen it, what Oscar would you would you give out? You're only allowed one. Only allowed one. Yes, I'm only um, allowed one because you, uh, you you'll give seven. I think it's a I think it's a five Oscar movie. But just just everyone, you pick one. Well, but, I think um, I think Barry Johan was okay phenomenal in it. I think. He should definitely get the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Like they were all phenomenal. They were all fantastic. Okay, let's fast for, let's fast job. forward then to March the twelfth, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah. At the Kodak Emporium, here is the announcement. Hello, everybody. I'm Morgan Freeman, and welcome to the twenty twenty-three Academy Awards. Live from sunny Los Angeles, the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor goes to Barry Kilgan for The Banshees of Inisherin. The Oscar for Best Actress goes to Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin. Now, we decided tonight... Okay, we'll go to the other actors. Okay, that's Barry Kilgan getting it off Morgan Freeman. Uh, next, you think Barry Kilgan, he plays the son of the local guard. Again, this is all obvious within five minutes. Uh, but he's also, as has been announced in all the interviews, he is also the, he's either the smartest or the dumbest guy on the island, but he's very mm-hmm. different. He's very different. That's interesting. How, how, and I'm, I don't, I, I apply, I'm applying this question because it was said to me upstairs, um, someone who's been to the movie and the, and the crew here, and they said they couldn't take their eyes off Colin Farrell. Yes, well, Colin Farrell certainly is uh, very eye-catching. I wouldn't say I wouldn't disagree with that at all. But he doesn't play Colin Farrell. No, he doesn't. He's not in his his, his usual but, roles. I suppose but how, he's very. 
But how does he do it? How does he? How does he do this? I just think it's it's astonishing his performance. His performance is brilliant. You know, I think he's very his facial expressions. Yeah, he, he expressed everything through his face and his you know his eyebrows and his. his someone described him recently as his swimmingly vacant eyes when he was baffled. People know what it's about. It's a breakdown of a friendship. But his swimmingly baffled eyes when he, mm-hmm. he, he's trying to work out why Brendan Gleeson won't talk to him anymore. OK, and I, I nominated, I was asking for best performances. Alan Lennon, 51551, best performance in your view should go to? The dog and the donkey. The dog and the donkey, brilliant. Seriously, seriously. Oh, you're serious? Oh, sorry, OK, OK. Oh, yeah. oh Star, when did you, you, you've seen the movie? I saw it on Saturday with my partner in the Savoy Cinema, yeah. In Dublin? Yeah. Dublin, okay. The, uh, the Great Savoy, okay. Um, what did you like the movie? I thought the movie was very good now. Very interesting, okay. very interesting, yeah. And your partner? Valerie, yeah, she thought it was fantastic as well, yeah. Okay, so so tell us, um, you, you're you nominating Jenny the Donkey. Yes. Why? I, well, I, well, explain the donkey's performance. The donkey was a very much part of the of the show of the uh, story, and the dog was very much part of the story as well. Now, whoever trained the donkey and trained the dog, okay. I thought uh, must you know should get a mention as well because yeah. But hang on, Colin Farrell said the donkey kicked him and the dog bit him. Yeah, but not in the film. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Maybe he did offset, but definitely not in the film. And, and what was so good about a donkey? It's a, it's a miniature donkey. What was so good about the donkey? The donkey is a big part of the story, and so was the dog. They, they are actually... Okay, don't give away anything, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not, no, but they are actually part of the story. Yeah, but he, don't, he doesn't have a, a, a hee-hawing or a speaking part. <laughs> he, just, no, he, I, he just stands there and walks. I know, you'd, you'd have to see the film to understand what I'm actually saying. You know, you'd, you'd actually okay. have to see the. You can't explain on air. You couldn't explain on air. Well, tell us about the dog then. The dog is is a sheep dog. Okay. And the dog belongs to one of the characters, and the donkey belongs to another of the characters, and they sort of know each other. Uh, from, well, yeah, but he, but people know from the the stills, the donkey is walking behind Colin Farrell. And the yeah. dog is standing beside Brendan Gleeson. So we know Brendan Gleeson owns the dog. Colin Farrell owns the donkey. It does not, that's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler, Alan. And we, of the two actors you're talking about there, the donkey or the dog, who do you think was was best? Ah, uh, the donkey. The donkey. Yeah. <laughs> is there, so you is see, there... I, You'd have to see the film to understand. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Saying. Yeah, well, people are. The, the people don't need any encouragement, I think, at this stage to see the movie because people are going to it. In their droves, but you think whoever trained the donkey and whoever trained the dog, and yes. is is it that I'm looking at the photograph here from the publicity still? The donkey is always a certain distance from Colin Farrell, isn't he? He's not. Yes, nip- yes, and no. Yes, oh, and no. Okay. I, I can't say. I cannot okay. say because I couldn't. I couldn't give away. So I, I couldn't say yes or no. I, I, the donkey is part of the film, as is as is the dog. Okay, a big part of it, and I have to say, like the the scenery on the on the island was fun. I've been on the Iron Islands before, and the scenery was just fantastic. The acting was actually fantastic, and the setting was fantastic. Uh, but I have to say, and as far as I'm concerned, the donkey and the dog stole the show. Okay, now the donkey is called Jenny. What's the dog called then? If you're so mad about the dog, Alan? Oh God, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Any any disappointment in the movie? No, 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 oh. I cannot I cannot say no, I cannot say no. The only little disappointment I had. Do you know when Pat Short who was brilliant in it and John Kenny he, he had two two he, Pat Short had two he hadn't got enough time in it. If, no, he was brilliant me. in it. Well, he's brilliant in it. He's brilliant in every. And John Kane, the two of them were brilliant. Nothing to do with Pat Short. Pat poured a poured a pint. It's nineteen twenty three. So he poured a pint from a bottle. A large bottle yeah. of Guinness. Yeah. But then, and uh, Colin or Brendan, whoever walks off with the pint and they sit down at a table in, in uh, JJ Devine's bar. But then the next shot, there's a head on the pint. Where did a head come from? 
Well, that's another story. Oh, no, oh, no, we have to get it. Where did the head come from? We have to get it. Michael Carolyn. Michael. Thanks, Alan Lennon. Your nomination oh. is in. Best Supporting Animal, the Donkey. Jenny. Michael Carolyn. Where's everyone going? Michael. I'm, I'm here. Good man, Michael. And tell us, Michael, uh, you have, what you say, you have three issues with the movie. Yeah, yes. Uh, well, just to start off, I'm okay. not going to spoil I'm not No, don't. Spoil no, don't. Don't. But I, I won't because, I, no, Joe, there's no problem. I walked out before the end, so it's okay. Okay, oh God, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, my, myself, myself and my, my, my two friends stayed to walk out before the end. Okay, okay. That's the first walkout. Was, was there many people in the cinema? No, there was only half full. What day was this? It was last, um, God, was it Sunday? Sunday, okay. Well, it's Sunday, on, Sunday, 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 it's Sunday on, evening, six, six o'clock show, Sunday evening. But it's the biggest grossing opening of an Irish movie ever, both here well, and, and the UK. Nearly well, a million, not, million well, here and two I'm million. Afraid, I'm okay, well, tell us. At that particular night in Avon, was people had something else to do. I don't know. Okay, so they could have been in washing the hair or something. You never know, Michael. And Ted, tell us what were your what were your three issues with the well, movie? I'm trying to address my, them. My problem, Joe, is not the. the, the I mean, the scenery was wonderful. The acting yeah. was very good. Yeah. My story, my problems with the the, the storyline. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a bit like you found a problem with the, with the point being. Ah, no, I didn't. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not well. Yeah. Yeah, well, for, first of all, we have, there's a guard on the island or a policeman yeah. on the island in, 19, the, in April 1923. Yeah. Okay, there were no policemen in on the island in 1923 because there were no policemen in Ireland in 1923 because they'd all been shot by the IRA. So no, but there, there, was, there was a police force in 1923. No, there wasn't. The, the, the police force was, was set up after the end of the Civil War by uh, Ono Duffy. But how come we just celebrated a hundred years of Angarda Shiakana? I don't know. But, uh, well, I'm telling, I'm telling you, we have. I have the beautiful book I up on my I, desk. I, I think, I think, if, if you look, Ono Duffy set up Angarda Shiakana after the end of the Civil War. The Civil War ended at the end of it on, the, I think, the end of April 1923. This is set on the first of April 1923. Anyway, we'll move on. From but the, the Civil War, but the Civil War is on in the back. So, who was policing Ireland during the Civil War? It's the RIC. Was it not the RIC? No, it was a free for all. The IRC, the RIC were complained to barracks because they were afraid to come out of barracks. Okay, well, okay, well, okay, well, okay, we'll move on to the next point. Now, by the way, you should you should say, if you agree with me, that Gary Lydon as the guard was absolutely brilliant. I've no problem with the acting. I just thought he was brilliant. No, it's a storyline I'm talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Now, the second thing is, and I'm not going to reveal, I'm, I'm just going to say the basic facts, that the, uh, the veterinary facts are that donkeys are herbivores, they're not carnivores. Okay, we'll leave that out, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, no, that's important, because that's part of the, the storyline. Okay. Um, donkeys eat carrots, okay. And the, 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 civil, the, civil, okay, the, the civil war. Yes, I won't say any more. Well, go on to the civil war, then. The civil What's... war is, 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 is treated as being a sort of a, that affair going on over there is kind of a flippant remark about the Civil War. You know, the Civil War was a very bitter time in Irish history. Yeah. When brother fought against brother, brother, father fought against son. The common demand were 80, more than 80% anti-treaty. So most of the women in Ireland were against the treaty. It was a very, very bitter time. Yeah. And for someone to describe that, oh, that affair over there, it's just a, a flippant remark. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but no, no well, well, I saw it as, a, as an allegory to the Civil War, people falling out over, uh, they, they almost forget what they fall, they, they fall out for. Um, well, we're still suffering from the side effects of it today because we have Northern Ireland. And, and we have just, 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 for following the civil war, just in the Garda Shiakana uh, website, uh, following, following the civil war, the truce of t- July twenty-one, the RIC disbanded, and a new police force, the Civic Guard, was renamed on Garda Shiakana on the eighth of August, nineteen twenty-three. Yeah, was formed by Michael Collins and the Irish government. So the guard of Shiacon, and that's what he celebrated four weeks ago, uh, Drew Harris in Dublin Castle. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, you're wrong, you're wrong, no, no, that. you're wrong on that. You're wrong, no, you're wrong on that. You're wrong on that. But you don't, you don't, just, just, uh, I know, just to go back to the Civil War, Michael. Do you, do you not? Yeah, I'm right about, Joe, Joe I'm right about my dates. April 1923, you were saying August 1923. 
Okay, and you say there was a reference to April 1923, isn't it? It's, of course, it's the 1st well, of April 1923. Oh, sorry, yeah, good point, good point, good have point. Have you not seen the film? I have, but I've, I've... Okay, Michael. I'm very good on dates, Joe. Yeah, was he right, really, really good on dates. No, you're well, okay. you're well, the, there is, the date is I relevant. I was first in history every year. First I know that, I know that, I know that. Yeah. And you don't yeah. see a Civil War allegory in that at all? I don't, I think it's, it's very bad. Okay, it's, it's and what did, your, it's, what did your two other mates... Who initiated who initiated the walkout? I did because I hate to see cruelty to animals. So I said, that's it. Yeah, but there was no animals harmed in the making of it. But anyway, Michael, go to meet a market. Quick break, Joe at RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Maureen Finnegan, you went to see the Banshee of Inishiran and. Your ver- oh, your ver- I, your yeah. verdict, please. I was shocked. Started off brilliantly. Yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Love Brendan Gleeson. And acting brilliant, scenery, clothing, everything brilliant. Yeah. And we all started off laughing out loud at the first few scenes. Yeah. And then, if you've seen the film, I obviously can't tell you, say yeah. out loud. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. when it, it all of a sudden became... To my mind, very dark. But did you? Um, but hang on. The, uh, the graphic, the graphic. Yeah, Maureen, but what? but in in all the pre-publicity for the movie, they did say they they did allude to the fact that when oh. when if that Brandon Gleeson character said to Colin Farrell, "If you continue talking to me, I will do something." That yeah, was something you yeah. knew, you knew that before you went, didn't you? No, I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see okay. that. So it. Became it, it came as a total shock. Now, it's one thing intimating that he did it, that's absolutely fine, but to have it that graphically thrown up on the big screen in your face, okay. I, I, I couldn't watch. And and have then, you, but have you been to any Martin McDonough movie or play before? Play especially? No, not plays. All, it's, dark, it's dark and light, and it's very yeah, dark yeah, I didn't and very realize light. it was going to be that dark, but I also think in the plot... Yeah. After what he had done, you wouldn't exactly be walking around the next day and playing the fiddle and whatever. Okay. I thought that turned it a bit stupid, really, that it, it wouldn't have happened. happened. But, we, but Maureen, when we came... Yeah, but Maureen, you, you do know... No, sorry, this, sorry that, that's not to come all wrong. It is a movie. And when, yeah. when one of the characters mutilates himself, he doesn't do that in real life. Like Oh, yeah, I know. You know... I, obviously, I know that he didn't do it in real life, but to have it graphically shown okay. straight in front of your face, I mean, I'm squeamish, but... Okay. I mean, that... And, and did you... And, no, I'm and, saying, you, you know it's prosthetics, you know it's rubber, you oh, know it's... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. but when you get involved in the film, you yeah, of course, that's true, that's to, true, yeah. Well, you get involved and you get carried away and well, it was so the, realistic. Well, isn't that the beauty and, of it? Well, yeah, but seriously, who really wants to be looking that? And when we came came out, there was another uh, lady and her kid, and her kid literally, she said she spent most of the time in the loo, she couldn't look at it. It was, I mean, some people aren't squeamish and would take that. And I've no problem with intimating it, but I do think there wasn't a need to have it so graphic. Oh, no. uh, you yeah. know, I mean, just well, miss a try, yeah, but but did, it did have a certificate, didn't it? Under fifteen or guidance or whatever. But no. like as a it child, it shocked me. I didn't think. Okay. I, I didn't think. We, I, I didn't think it was going to be shown what about, graphically. What, the kids are all reared on a diet now of those awful Marvel movies and heads being blown off. And... <laughs> yeah, good for them. But I just couldn't say. I, I was I was shocked and I was disappointed in. I mean, the acting was superb. Okay, well then you've you've won, you, won you've won Oscar to award Maureen. Who do you want to give the Oscar to? I think Kerry Condon is is a oh, Colin yeah. sister. Yeah, I uh, thought she was. Really, really as, good, Ca- as Colin Farrell's sister. Yeah, yeah. She was brilliant. And she's in... Better well, I think they all were. But oh, they all were, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm, only, I'm, only, I'm only allowing everyone one. Yeah, uh, So yeah. you say, Kerry, um, Barry was nominated earlier on. The donkey is, uh, is uh, in the lead, I think. Jenny, the donkey, is doing very well. And, um, oh, yeah, the donkey was great. And, and I do think that scene with the donkey was... Oh. OK. I think and Kerry, OK, don't say, don't say anything more about the scene. Now, um, Kerry Condon, is he, if, you, if you want to see her, she's in Better Call Saul at the moment. And she's playing an American character and she's from Kerry and she's absolutely... Why not? A brilliant actor from Kerry playing... 
playing uh, American actress, but she's absolutely brilliant. So you'd give the Oscar to her. You would, okay. Uh, Michael O'Sullivan, Michael. Hello, Joe. How are you? Did you see the movie? I did, of course. Yeah, the whole country has seen the movie at this stage. What? It's only it's only open six days. How? Yes. What? What did you think of it? I just thought it was brilliant. But I, I'm used to Martin McDonough. I I, I played in the Cripple yeah. of Vinish Man a few years a good few years ago. Okay, and that's and I know the, his style of stuff. So um, that's that's bleak, isn't it? That. You know, it's bleak, so I knew the bleakness. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I knew the style. I knew the language. You know how it was going to be like, and I knew the. You know, he he, he it, it's comedic, but it is not, you know, it's dark. It is but all the stuff yeah. is like that, you know. Some of the stuff that happens, you laugh on stage, even when you're watching something happen, that's crazy, you know. You wouldn't laugh in real life, but that's just the way he writes, you know, and I just think it was wonderful. And and, and that was an old play, that was one of his island trilogies from years yeah, ago when yeah. he was in his mid-twenties and he wrote all his play. He wrote those six plays, three from the islands and three from the, um, from Connemara, you know, yeah. in Galway. And, he wasn't too happy with that one and now it's after coming out as a film so I so I just think it's brilliant I really enjoyed it and was there an incarnation of the Banshee of Inishirin before on stage it, no? I think it might have it never I think he never finished it uh, in his mid-twenties when he was in his mid-twenties 26, 27 he wrote the six plays you know the beauty kind yeah. of Lenar oh, and, brilliant, and yeah. uh, all those ones and the island ones and this was one of them and it would have been I think the original might have been the Banshees of Inishir which yeah. is the smallest because he has the Lieutenant of Inishmoor the Crippled Vinish Man and this would have been the Banshees of Inishir yeah. you know but yeah. they changed it in his era and, um, but I think that's still based on, on on that play that he wrote and how do you think, how do you, the, the, obviously the photography is just, and it was filmed in the best summer we've had in 25 oh, yeah, years yeah. last summer. So the islands, and I know Ackle is a big part of it as well, but the islands uh, come out of it is, is stunningly beautiful. What, stunning. did, what do you think of the islanders, Michael? Well, I thought it was, they were great. I, I, the whole thing was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're representing the island. If you look at the island, even the landscape, the islands, the stone walls, I mean, they're so different to anywhere else even in the world but the whole island being, being portrayed especially by Jenny as Colin Farrell's sister Siobhan has been boring I can't wait to get out of here breeding in Yachtan as the shopkeeper again absolute another another Oscar uh, for the inquiring Mini Brennan shopkeeper yeah, yeah. Um, but Siobhan says I, 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 I have to get out of here it's boring what, what, are, what are you fighting over what's this falling out over let me out of here well, that, that's the basis. It, it, it's a small place, and I suppose Brendan Gleeson wants to be more creative. And the Colin Farrell character—he's a nice guy, you know, mm. maybe a little bit low in intelligence, but he, he's just a nice person. So Brendan cha- changes at the first part of the film, and Colin changes at the end of the film. Yeah, okay. You know, it's about the change that happens in between. You know, would you go and see it again? I would. I'd yeah, like to okay. see it again. It's interesting. Yeah, it's always a good yeah, testimony. I, I would look at it again. So, yeah. so you have one Oscar to give out. Who are you giving it to, Michael? Gee, all the acting was great, but I'm going to go for something different completely. Yeah. The actual production design. The production design. Was the setup okay. of the, the houses, the pub, the shop. The clothes, the costumes. The clothes, all that type of thing. That, that now, is that, does that really mean, play. well, Martin McDonough's going to get an Oscar, but does that mean Martin McDonough gets the Oscar? No, it, it, there's, a, there's an Oscar for production design. Okay. Yeah, especially okay, well one, done. one for the costumes as well, but actually for someone who designs the actual background and all that for the which film. Is, which is a big, big job, isn't it? Also, oh, a huge job because you're creating something in the 1920s. Same with the costumes as well, you know, the yeah. just beautiful stuff. But we, got a, 20s, we got a sense the there, we got a sense there from Madeleine Condell earlier on, who was an extra, of the amount of work and planning oh, yeah. and logistics that goes into a movie. I've, I've seen that so much in, in, in well, film, you know. Have you been in movies Friends. yourself? I've I've done a few short films and a couple of features, but they they, they were never shown on on telly. Um, you know you know my story anyway. Uh, but um, so I've been on ads and a few. Well done. Oh, like great, that, you know? great. Okay, so your Oscar goes for, to the production designer. Okay, production Michael O'Sullivan. Thanks indeed. Okay. Uh, Tommy, Thank Tommy. Oh, Patricia Brady. Patricia. Hi there, Joe. I'm not sure whether you can hear me or not. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Nice to speak to you, Likewise. Joe. Um, I, I went to see the film there last Saturday and I have to say I thought the total production film was amazing. Uh, what brought home to me though was the sadness of friendship. Yeah. The way uh, we can be all, including myself, can be so stupid when arguments start and, you know, things can turn a different mm-hmm. way. But um, I thought 
you know, the whole film, the scenery, the actors, including the animals, amazing. Uh, great credit to all concerned. And do you think, well, it's it's already working in the UK. Now, I don't know what the how the UK, how the cinema going uh, demographic of the UK holds up our post-COVID, but it's number two in the UK. Um I- and it's about to, they, the type of movie. Apparently, they start small in the in the states, and you try and get word of mouth, and then it takes off. But do you think the the in the UK and the USA they'll understand it? Well, funny that you say that. Now that was one of my concerns because obviously, being Irish, we understand the wit. And in the UK, you have a great um, population of Irish descent, so I'm sure they get it. I would be a little bit concerned about the states. Um, however, mm. I think if you look past a lot of that, the, the wit, the story behind it is extremely touching and yeah. heartfelt for friendship and families and a community. So I think if you were to look at the picture overall, hopefully the states and other countries would, would certainly see it as, a, as the film it is uh, created as being a, a fantastic film and a, a fantastic storyline. Now, I know some of your previous callers, um, they're entitled to their opinions, but yeah, I really thought the story storyline was very good, you yeah. know. And you you thought the storyline was primarily about relationships? Yeah, and old, so. uh, overall I thought it was all about relationships oh, okay, and okay. bringing back into the history of the Irish culture. And okay, that, so, so you have one Oscar to give out, who would you give it to? Um, because, and I agree with Alan, and strange to say I actually know Alan, so okay. I know the, the donkey and the dog were fantastic. Yes. I think for me, if I was to give an Oscar, I'd give it for the film, best film, because best it film. incorporates everyone. Best film, and yeah. I think great credit to everyone concerned, you know, and um, the cinematography and everything. Okay, well, you like, the, you like the animals, Jenny. I can't, does anyone remember the name of the dog? No, I can't. Say with us, say with us, because we have the animal trainer after this break from Banshee. All right. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. We're talking about the Banshee of Inishir, and we, the first call we got was from a man saying that two animals should get an Oscar. Jenny and the dog, then it was Colin Farrell, Shulga, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Condon, Barry Yogan, Pat George, Sheila Flitton, it was brilliant in it, Gary Lydon, who's the guard, David Pierce, John Kenny, Breedney Nocton. The list the list goes on. Some incredible, incredible acting, without exception. Um but you heard some people have a problem with the storyline and little bits of things that were and in fairness to Michael, he is right. They, they, there is a calendar on the wall, it does say April the fourth. And he points out that the guard is Shiakana were not formed until August 1923, not April. But anyway, so these are things that people, uh, and that's how attentive people were to the movie as well. And I can't believe the number of people have been to see it. Uh, Rita Maloney is the animal trainer. Rita, good afternoon. Afternoon, Joe. How are you? Congratulations. Well, <laughs> I think the congratulations are due to, uh, to uh, Morse and Jenny. Uh, Morse uh, Sammy, the dog. Sammy, he's called, he, he's called Sammy in the movie. In the movie. Uh, okay, and thank you. Jenny, played by Jenny. Okay, well tell us about Jenny. Uh, Jenny the donkey. Um, yeah. Well, what's to tell you? She's Steve the donkey. Simple yeah. as. And where, does she, where, does she, where is she at the moment, Rita? She is now in, in retirement after her first movie. And okay. that was... Um, requested by Martin himself, who, when he met her about a year prior to the movie, okay. uh, he would have met her in December, uh, October, the year prior to the movie, um, going into pre-production. He met her, saw her, liked her, absolutely fell in love with her. And okay. she was so different because although she's a miniature donkey, yeah. she was very petite, uh, totally in proportion, uh, but tiny. Tiny, really. And Martin, uh, Martin McDonough, Oscar for Best saw Director, her. he saw her and said, I, I want Jenny in my movie, but then I want Jenny Correct. to, then I want you to look, to retire Jenny and let her live off her. Um, when, absolutely, because um, Martin, somebody um, earlier on mentioned about animal welfare and things like that, and um, Martin's big on, very big on yeah. um, animal welfare. And, so he didn't want Jenny ever to be 
to just be um, a donkey because she had worked on his movie. She, she, she didn't want uh, so Jenny. He, he didn't want Jenny to be a celebrity. Correct. Okay. Not even no. It's not that he didn't want okay. her to be a celeb uh, celebrity. She um, he just uh, didn't want her used or overused or you know making okay. the next movie, making the next movie, and yeah, that was it. Or making an ad. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And where is where is Jenny from, Rita? Um, not sure where, um, how she was bred or anything, Joe. I'm, uh, she came from County Wicklow okay. and is now living in a different county in Ireland. Only saw her about maybe three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, because production have asked me to keep just keep rightly an eye. so, rightly and so, and also absolutely, we, you won't absolutely. we won't we won't reveal where she's located at the moment. Correct. Correct. Because she's so uh, and she and she's retired there. She's living with other miniature donkeys, okay. living the life, and uh, <laughs> just kind of uh, and watching she... the you know what out of other donkeys because okay. she's an actress. Okay, and and uh, Rita, um, Jenny, was she hard to train? It, it was a slow burn, Joe. Slow um, burn, okay. Because <laughs> well, well, she was only three. Okay. Um, when um, I met her first. Okay. So, um, and Martin had only seen her about maybe four or five months before that. And so uh, she knew nothing. And like, she's only a baby at that stage, yeah. mentally. Uh, equine's only babies at that stage. And um, so hard to train, yes, because she knew nothing. Like, she wasn't even leading when I met her first. And... Uh, so it was So how did you how did you get her to walk that distance after Colin Farrell, for example? Um did to you be honest with you, we were we were working with her um well, Mary Owens, right? Yeah. Um did a huge amount of work uh, with Jenny, uh, teaching her how to learn. And it's teaching animals how to learn okay. is the most important. But that's you're dealing, you're, you're, you're building your foundation blocks and, and, the, and that's, you can't rush that process. Okay. So um, when you start to teach them how to learn, the consequences of learning, and, and, and then they start to offer you up different things. Okay. So it's how you handle them. And was, it's, it's how you teach them. You teach them. And was Jenny hard to work with? She was slow to work with. It's not that she was hard to work with. Right. So you you take something green um, and and you you spend the time teaching them. Um, Yes, it was a slow process. But, you know, production were quite willing to give Jenny all the time that she needed to, um, to learn. At no stage, at, at no stage did they say, because working with animals, you know, WCP is not. But at no stage did anyone say, okay, what, what, what are we doing with the donkey in the movie? We don't need this heartache. I think I probably spent more time saying that. Do you did? Okay. okay. Now, <laughs> did you, Rita, did you use food or other donkeys to get Jenny to walk and, be, you know, walk around the house or walk around the fields or whatever, walk in a certain nope. direction? Is there any... All tr- done by Jenny. Well done by Jenny. Now, she did have a picture double, which is terribly important, right? So it means that you can do some of the rehearsals with the picture double. Okay. Uh, so the, the animal is, is not being used all the time. So Jenny, Jenny, it, Jenny the donkey, the diva donkey, had a double? She did. Okay. Yes, nosy rosy, as I called her from. Rosy. And she came from England. Because Jenny was so different, Joe, yeah. um, it was difficult to match her because of her size. So a miniature is a miniature, but she was petite yeah. for a miniature. So it was difficult to match her. And, um, and again, we spent loads of time. Uh, I couldn't get a match for her in Ireland, uh, in the north of Ireland, in England. Uh, sorry, in England, um, um, we found her double as near as damage. But the double never did anything, just, just enjoyed being mm-hmm. Being looked Part after, of, uh, and, absolutely. And then the dog, uh, Morse. Uh, so obviously, Morse. Uh, and yeah. tell us about Sammy. Where did you get him? 
um, owned by uh, Mary's daughter, uh, Judith, uh, bred by Judith. Um, he's a dog I've worked with before. I know what he's capable of doing, and uh, he's a good dog, and I like working with him. And uh, I trust him, and he trusts me. And uh, so he lives about maybe three minutes walk from where I'm talking to you at, at the moment. Oh, wow. And have, well, Jenny, we know, hasn't. But has, has uh, Morse, a.k.a. Sammy, has, um, has Sammy been in any uh, other movies? Uh, well, I would have done some um, work with Morse prior to uh, uh, The Banshees. And okay. uh, Martin just liked him, even though Sammy was written as a totally black dog. But, you know, Martin kind of... Um, uh, went with Morse and uh, but he had to learn to do a huge amount of stuff huge and uh, like the, the the scene with the uh, where he's trying to protect his uh, his owner from himself right that was big um, but I know what he's capable of doing so again that was uh, okay. it wasn't a slow burn working with Jenny was uh, very different because she knew nothing okay and, and is it, Colin, a huge amount Colin Farrell said she might have kicked him at one stage and Sammy might have nipped him <laughs> uh, sorry uh, he said she yes. did Jenny true is that true you can confirm that oh I will confirm it okay. yes she did and where did yeah. she where and did she, she also tried to kick right her big sister, uh, um, Colin's uh, pony, uh, which was about maybe oh. 10 uh, times the size. But I know, I, I know why it happened, right? And Colin knows why it happened. It didn't take away from his pain or anything like that. And he took it like a man patient. And, um, and was, it a fair, was it a fair kick or Colin got? Um, I think there was a big uh, something ooch, yeah. And was there a kerfuffle? The, but it's uh, only tiny. I know. <laughs> so was Colin. Did, he have to, did the medic have to run on and bandage his leg or anything? Oh, I just went in and gave him the kiss of life. Ah, myself. well done, okay. you lucky thing, Rita. Thank you. Now, uh, by I, the way, look, the, I offered it up for production. The Gotham, the Gotham Awards. Now, they're American awards and they're primarily for American uh, movies. Uh, but they have once, they've just been announced, uh, they have uh, one, one section called Best International Feature. And yep. there it is, the Banshees of Inishirin is in there. Just been I'm just been nominated so. for a Gotham Award. Um, now Colin so. Colin Farrell is in it. These are American movies for uh, After Yang. That's the, mm-hmm. our own Paul Meskel is in it for After Sun, a different movie. What an actor! And what an actor! What what a slew of actors! What about Jesse Jesse Buckley? We are talented, aren't we, the Irish? Where is, where is Jesse? Unless you can find Jesse, Jesse's name anyway, because he's in a lot of American Animal actors. We've a great... Now, have you... What was the other brilliant movie recently, Oscalga? Was it Rosie August? Wasn't there a dog in, in that movie? Again, we're breeding no not on. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Mm. OK, Rita, uh, will, you, will you keep uh, March the 12th free for Jenny? in uh, the uh, Dolby Theatre in uh, Hollywood, in Los Angeles, because you might get... Uh, I'll, I'll see if, uh, yeah. Yeah, if Jenny is interested yeah, in appearing talk, at that. Don't, talk to her through her agent. Don't say it to her directly. Mm. You know what she's like. You know what she's like. <laughs> oh, Joe, may I just say one thing to you? Yeah. Um, one of your callers early, earlier on were talking about animal welfare on uh, on Yes, movie, of course. Right? It was so well researched by Martin yeah, right, and the production that there was nothing missed, nothing. And also um, about what, um, how, um, what happens to Jenny was very well researched. Of course, yeah, and we won't do it. Was a there was no, as, that, uh, it was a mistake on the animal's part, right, that causes her, right, to end up yeah, exactly, as she, and, and we, the people, right? will, people will see that. And you've you've seen the absolutely. movie, Rita. You've Rita. You've seen the movie. I have, Joe. I saw um, it on um, the, um, uh, the premiere for on on the Friday. And what you think? Uh, watched it, and uh, then uh, a week later, I went to see it myself okay. by myself. Good idea. In in Newbridge. Yeah. Uh, I, a sad little person sitting in the right, uh, cinema. Yeah. Two thirty. 
night, on yeah. the afternoon, the first day, the first showing. And that's the time and I, I went to see it as well, three o'clock. Totally. Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. Not in the same place. Um, but, um, uh, and saw it in a totally different light. It was not Because I wasn't looking for the animal stuff. I was looking at oh, the I'd, I'd gladly go picture. and see it again. I'd gladly go and see it again. Okay, Rita, mm. by the way, has Jenny seen it? No. Um... Not, no, um, not yet, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Well done, Reid. It's a fantastic Thank job you you've done. Thank you very much. And Thank uh, you. you've yeah. obviously, as Martin, has a great, great love of animals. By the way, that, that movie I'm talking about with the dog, the other dog is supposed to be incredible, and that's Rosha August Frank. And uh, remember, the other the, the, the nomination we have in so far for the Oscars is um, on Colleen Kuhn, isn't it? The Irish uh, representative uh, in the international category for a short movie. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And people want to talk about the Banshee. Where is... Um, uh, Tommy Roddy, sorry, Tommy, introduce you. Tommy's in Galway, you saw it, obviously. Tommy, what did you think, and who's going to get an Oscar? Yeah, I saw it um, at the Palace uh, this night last week. It was one of the first screenings in Ireland because a friend of mine, he volunteers with the Galway Film Flash, so he got two tickets to it. So, yeah, um, I've seen the trailer beforehand, and I have a group of friends, and we go to cinema regularly. And after seeing the trailer, we kind of more or less had decided that we weren't actually going to see it because we thought it would be another one of these stupid Irish type films, you know. But mm. um, anyway, this friend, he, he just rang me up uh, this day last week and he said he had uh, two tickets um, for okay. it in the palace. And uh, so I wasn't expecting a huge amount of the film. And okay. the only the only way I could describe it is it's, it's completely crazy. It's a crazy storyline. And some of the dialogue in it is completely crazy. But leaving that aside, and, and it is kind of dark enough in places, all right, but leaving mm-hmm. that aside, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And judging by the people that were actually at the cinema uh, that night as well, the, the laughter from the audience was yeah. right through the film. And then at the very end, um, everybody's uh, clapped. Yeah, yeah well, that's, you know? that's brilliant. I was mean, getting a lot of that reaction. Didn't get the beginning in the Venice. Film festival wasn't a fifteen-minute standing ovation or whatever, and it's it's un- so. You you think the trailer does it does it a disservice? Yeah, it, it does okay. really because in the trailer, like this isn't given away anything of the yeah, film. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, uh, like um, the two main characters, you know, they stop talking, so that's actually shown in, in the trailer. So we were kind of thinking, how how can you base a film on that? And it it, it kind of looked. My impression of watching the trailer was that it 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 was just so stupid. You see, I saw Brendan Gleeson. Well, I, I think he's a fantastic actor. Course, in fact, yeah. every one of the actors in it were absolutely brilliant, and Barry Keoghan was brilliant as well. But um, you know the film The Guard that was uh, yeah, there yeah, a few years yeah. ago. It's, it's Brendan on, Gleeson. It's on Netflix. Think at a minute. Yeah. 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 Like I, I, that got a lot of um, good reviews at the time and. Everybody thought it was a great film, but I thought it was stupid. And, okay. you know, the the character that Brendan Gleeson played in it, I, I thought it was just a stupid Irish okay. guard, if one can. Okay. I, I, sorry, I don't mean that as a... I know, I know, uh, I, I, I know. You you know. Playing, you're play, he was playing a guard who was stupid. That was, yeah, your, that yeah, was your point. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so uh, but that's that's an interesting frame. You went to this movie almost yeah. reluctantly, but you had, a, you had a frame on it before you went, but you were... Trans, your 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 impression of it changed. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, the thing about it is, and it's like, that down I, I, to Barry Keoghan and his portrayal of well, the. Yeah, well, he 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 was brilliant. The character that he played was, yeah. you know, he he did it so well. You know, um, he plays a kind of a how would you call it a bit of a an amadon kind of yeah, yeah an amadon. Yeah, the best way, yeah. yeah there's, there's a dark side to that as yeah. well, which yeah, comes yeah. out in the film. But, yeah, he, he was brilliant. No, every, everyone in it was brilliant. But the feeling I got about it, um, the humour in it was, it, it was co- completely off the wall, in a sense. Yeah, well, that's, you know? that's Martin McDonough. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's... I, I, I got the feeling about so, some of the actors that 
um, like when they were saying the lines and uh, some some of the scenes that I, I kind of got the feeling how did they manage to keep a straight face during this because yeah. they know it's so totally ludicrous what they're saying you know and um, okay. Okay, the humour in it it's, it's just completely <laughs> off the wall but, well, but I, well, I, I, well, well Tommy did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Would absolutely. you go back? Would you go? Not that people do go back to movies now; they wait till they come out. But would you go back and see it again if someone's had a ticket? I, 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 I would, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, okay. I, I, she, the Oscar is for who? Then you've won Oscar. Yeah, to give well, out. I, I was listening earlier. Um, one of the earlier callers was at Barry. He was talking about the donkey. Yeah. So I was thinking actually, you had the trainer there of the animals. Rita, on, yeah, Rita Maloney, yeah. Yeah, but there is there is one scene. Um, with the dog, and I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. For, for me, it actually made the movie. Um, okay. It, it was just hilarious, really. Um, how 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 they got the dog to do this? You okay. Know? Yeah. Well, that's um, interesting. But of so the actors, I, would you give an Oscar to the director, to the cinematography, to the actors, to the supporting actors, to the script? You have to I, give I, one. I, you have I, to give one out, Tommy. You say you go to a lot yeah, of movies. Give me one. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Keoghan, I think, would, oh, okay. Would, okay. would be my nomination. But okay. in fairness, they were all very good. They were but brilliant. You see, the thing I suppose with Brendan Gleeson and um, sorry, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell you know, yeah. they're 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 well seasoned actors and they're they're brilliant yeah. actors. And Barry Keoghan is a relatively new actor. Um, you know, but he, yeah. he's brilliant. But I don't know. I, I thought it was just his character. Yeah, but and Barry, you know, if Barry Keoghan hadn't kept robbing uh, Colin Farrell's crunky, crunchy nut cornflakes on set, I think he'd be in with a bigger shout. <laughs> you heard that story. Um, I didn't actually know. So, well, they were they were sharing a house on the set, and oh, yeah. Colin, Colin, as you know, was keep fit and uh, up oh, and yeah. running and all to carry on. And he, but he said when he comes back to Ireland, he loves crunchy nut cornflakes. Oh, and yeah. crushing them up, <laughs> cold milk and maybe a bit of extra sugar evening. Uh, he, so he, he was out for a run, comes in, goes to reach for the crunchy nut cornflake box. There was the, the box and uh, back in a trifle place. But the bag, the, the crunchy nut cornflakes were gone because Barry Kogan came in the <laughs> night before and eaten the yeah. whole lot of them. And he said the place was like it had been invaded by raccoons. But anyway, that was yeah. uh, the crunchy nut. Yeah. OK, you, you, you've put Barry Kogan down for the Oscar. OK, Tom. Yeah. Tom. Joe, how are you doing? Yeah, watch what you say. There's a problem with cattle in the movie. I didn't think there was a problem with the cattle that were. Okay, Tom, 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 Tom. There's a problem. There's a problem with your line. So we get a better one because I see your point, and it is it is an interesting point. Where's uh, where's where's Jack? Jack. <coughs> Joe, how are you? Um, you go, 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 just just read out what you what you what you've texted in and told us. <laughs> From memory, but I, for me, it's the best exposition of civil war that I've seen, uh, not necessarily of the Irish Civil War, but of any Civil War. Okay. And I think Martin McDonough film or play can be read on many, many levels and people enjoy it or appreciate it at various levels. And obviously the irrationality of the breakdown in the friendship between the two protagonists yeah, which... is not... A, you know, for me, it struck me that that's the way many Civil Wars start, that by the time it's ending and this, one, this film is set towards the end of the Irish Civil War, yeah. Uh, and by that stage, many people can't even remember what the what the what the cause of it was in the first place. But yeah. like the extreme violence, I I saw an issue as a bit as a bit like an Irish family or an Irish mm-hmm. uh, parish split down the middle between rival factions, and as I say, often very difficult to pin down exactly what was the cause of the rift. But for me, an absolutely brilliant uh, exposition of the nature of civil war of any okay. okay, Jack, stay with us because of someone who disagrees with you after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Jack has just said the Banshee of Inishirin is one of the best movies he's ever seen on a civil war, not just the Irish civil war, but on a civil war. Phil Maguire. Phil, good afternoon. Joe, how are you? Uh, You went to see it. I did. I went to see it, yeah. Um, And? One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay, why? Um... The storyline is just um, preposterous. Like, it's unreal. Um, now, the actors are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Leeson, uh, uh, Colin, Farrand, uh, Colin Farrell, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
the storyline was just not um Okay. Just not So when you when you walked out of the movie and you're in the foyer and you're waiting or she's waiting you to come out of the blue, whatever, what did you say to each other when you came out? Well, myself and my wife went to see it and we thought it was going to be great because yeah. of the trailers. Like, the trailers looked really good. And when we came out, we just sat in the car and both of us looked at each other and we thought, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, like, okay. It's, <laughs> so it wasn't a realistic story. Like, Jack, do you want to defend no. it? Jack is the man on before you saying it's the best... Uh, film he's ever seen on a civil war. Jack Phil says, "What was it all about?" Well, that's a civil yeah, war. Well, what was it all Phil. about? Yeah, it can. Be, if, if you want to read it, and person is perfectly entitled to read it as a story about a breakup and friendship with no real explanation, like the the um, the Brendan Gleeson character more or less dies that he wants the life of the imagination of of music and so on. But it doesn't fit well. It's not very, you know, it doesn't convince. So read as a uh, kind of a friendship between two men and it breaks up, it's less satisfactory than read as an analogy for civil war and the nature of it. And for me, when I thought of it, having seen it last night and Mm. reflected on it, it made an awful lot more sense to me. And it's a film I would agree, by the way, would repay and I intend going back to see it again. It would repay... Phil, Phil, you're not going back to see it again, are you? I would not. I would not... um, Advertise it in any way. And would you want I, to do I, I sort of like this, Joe. Yeah. Um, if me and you were best friends yeah. and we had a fallen out, yeah. why would I cut off my finger each time? Okay, which is which is, which is well known. That's what he does. Okay, when they talk, that came up in all the interviews. Okay, okay. Well, would Phil not consider watching it again and thinking of it as, as, uh, as about the Civil War? And what the pointlessness I know, of violence. Yeah, the pointlessness point of the, the futility of violence. And Phil, um, I, I, I know from what you said, I shouldn't ask him. Well, maybe I should because you talked about the actors. But, uh, but Oscar nomination, I'll give you one. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, absolutely. How, yeah. did, and, uh, how did he do it? Okay, James Nelson. James, uh, Colin Hello, Farrell. Joe. Yes, James, you went to see it yesterday. The country's been I to did. see it. And absolutely. what did you think? I have to say, I thought it was magnificent. I thought the direction was a work of art and that the scenery of Ackel and Aaron like, is one of the huge stars. In it. I'm proud to be Irish. And the depiction of island life, I thought, was really, mm-hmm. really spot on. Absolutely beautiful. I felt guilty laughing at the beginning and then it was so sad and brutal and yeah. every emotion possible. And such a strong cast. Incredible. I just absolutely loved it. Proud to be Irish. I really am. Okay. Um, Oscar? Um, I have all I mean obviously Brendan Gleeson Colin Farrell yeah. and Kerry Condon and Mrs McCormick Kerry Condon by the way is from Thurlis County Tipperary they're, they're, they were in mourning oh. when I said that Kerry, uh, Kerry uh, was from Kerry she's not she's from Tipperary and it's uh, by the way Jessie Buckley has also gotten a nomination to Gotham Awards there a few minutes ago which is great and she's from Kerry but anyway James who would you give the, no- the Oscar nomination well, to? Well I'd have to join the, I'd ha- there was one heartbreakingly beautiful portrayal and that was Barry Keoghan I yeah. Yeah. I was in bits, absolutely bits, so beautiful. My God, it was so spot on. Well Just said. beautiful. Okay, well said, James. Mary, 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 thanks, James. James, that's a Mary Kavanagh. Hi, Joe. When did you go and see it, Mary? Sorry, say that. I, did I go? Well, yeah, I went to see it last week, Joe. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. And um, what about people are saying, oh, I didn't think it was going to be so bleak? But you see, I think that's one of the core uh, themes of the film. I think it's about um, isolation mm-hmm. and loneliness, especially on small islands, because um, a lot of people would have emigrated, and you can tell by the population that was on the island. There, there weren't too many young people on it. Yeah. I think Barry Gilgan was probably the youngest. So Good there wasn't point, yeah. many opportunities for people to meet people. Like Colin Farrell was desperately lonely. Yeah. Siobhan, um, his sister, played by Kerry Condon, who I think was superb, she demonstrated the loneliness. In fact, it actually reminded me of um, that movie, uh, 
dancing at Lunas, uh, that bleakness, that yeah. loneliness of of that period mm. in Irish history, although that was probably a little bit later. Um, there were so many threads running through that movie. There were the parallels between the, the Civil War, which yeah, basically yeah. had brother fighting brother and yeah. best friend fighting best friend, and it was uh, replayed on in the in the movie through the mm-hmm. breakdown of the friendship when best friends become mortal enemies. And, there were, you know, then there was the, you know, the loss of of uh, his sister. The only one that he probably really had any meaningful relationship was, was with um, Siobhan. And when she left, you know, it's, it's just so terribly sad. It was, it's just struck so many chords. Um, I just thought it was a magnificent movie and typical McDonough. Yeah. It'll live along in the memory. I mean, the beauty queen of Linan was shocking yeah, and it had yeah. many of the same themes. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, that yeah. was a really memorable the film. Cripple, cripple of Inish Man. The cripple of Inish, the lieutenant of Inish Man. Yeah. They all, you know, they all shock and they're gruesome in many ways, but they really, really strike a chord and they're totally unforgettable films. So I definitely think that. Um, McDonough will be picking up a few Oscars this okay, year. Okay, so your Oscar goes to Mark McDonough for direction and uh, writing. Thanks, Mary. Let me go to Tom Cavanagh, try and get a few more people in have seen it. Tom, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. When did you see the movie? Monday night, my wife and I saw it. Okay, and tell us. Uh, it wasn't for me, it was a little bit dark, but like other callers, the scenery was fantastic. The acting was super. My Oscar nomination goes to my fellow tip person, Kerry Condon. She was super. Just yeah. on the detail of the animals, uh, Joe. Okay. Um, Colin Farr was a part-time farmer. That's the animals right. he was hunting out to the field were a, a continental breed. Okay. Continental animals were introduced to Ireland in the mid-60s. <laughs> it would more likely have been short. And how would I recognise? They were big. They were, well, there was th- they were, they three. Were big and br- they were big and brown, Joe, yeah. He, I, I just put it to you like this. Colin wouldn't have had much milk in his two turns going to the going to the uh, the stop if he was making that that cow that he hunted in front of him. Look, it's only it's only a detail. That was his job. But look, it was a bit dark for my wife and I. Yeah. But it was very well done, and I certainly loved owning that house down by the beach. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Um, and that's Keem, isn't it? Keem Strand down in Acre. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, Oscar goes to uh, Kerry Condon. Okay, Aidan O'Sullivan, Aidan. Aiden, come in to me. You there, Aiden? Oh, Aiden, uh, you, you, you love the movie. Yeah, I did. I saw it on Monday evening. And what do you think of the storyline? I, th- I think essentially it's mythic. I-, I think it's about existential despair and loneliness and and essentially about the futility of seeking a legacy. Um, um, why are we here? What are yeah. we meant to be doing? And I think that's where Brendan Gleeson, who who really needed help in a, in a, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but but, but I, 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 I think the allegory of the Civil War is, is kind of lightly done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, okay. and my takeaway, very briefly, would be Kerry Condon was absolutely luminous. She absolutely yeah. shone. And, and she was, in a sense, the woman in, in the play who sees through the futility of the violence and, the, and, yeah. and men being Egypt, and she seeks an, she seeks a, an escape. Um, an extraordinary film. It's the kind of film, when I came out of it, I was like, I really don't know what to think. Um, yeah. And it, it, it settles in your mind over days as you think about it again. Okay, who would, if you had one Oscar to give out? It's very hard to say because I think I all that. four of them could get it, but it would be Carrie Condon for me. Yeah. Okay, good to meet him. Good Aidan O'Sullivan, Channel Gorm, producer Ray Darcy next. 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.